0: the Equip Pastors podcast, giving you the tools you need to equip the people God has called you to lead. It's been said that uh, ministry is a marathon, not a sprint. I've heard that said in many different ways and uh, maybe the different wording when it comes to that over the years. And I don't know who first said that, but uh, having run a marathon in my life, I just wanted to just kind of talk about what i've learned about running a marathon and how does that relate to ministry and i think the the general idea comes here from first corinthians 9 24 i'm going to read in the new king james where paul says do you not know that those who run in a race all run but only one receives the prize run in such a way that you may obtain it so he's saying run to win the race don't just run it uh, but run to win, and obviously um, <laughs> winning in a marathon is a little harder than you might think. But also we take from Hebrews 12, 1 here, he says, Therefore also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And here's where the part gets good, what has to do with running. He says, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Again, that's Hebrews 12.1. Both of those are New King James Version. So what have I learned about running a marathon? I just finished my third marathon here, uh, the beginning of December 2021, December 6th. And my goal was to run that under four hours and... And I did that. I achieved my goal, got my personal record for my third time, and uh, ran about uh, 356 3 hours and 56 minutes. If you don't know, a marathon is 26.2 miles. That's a lot of miles. And uh, here's just a few things that I've learned and how they correlate with ministry. I'm just going to kind of correlate those for you. Uh, first of all, it's interesting. I ran the Rock and Roll San Antonio race. 26, I think it was 2,600, 2,600 people signed up to do the marathon, started the marathon, but only 1,600 of those actually finished the marathon. So 1,000 people did not finish or did not finish in the time allotment for that. I think that's an interesting correlation when it comes to ministry is a marathon and not a sprint because I look back in my life and how many people started ministry at the same time I did. Um, Started ministry about, you know, full-time ministry, uh, you know, 1997 uh, had been in kind of just, uh, you know, volunteer ministry before that but just where i felt like there was a calling and i was called to it and some of that was voc by vocational some of that was you know paid ministry but i look back at the people who started about the same time that's just the people i knew not all of them and almost none of them are still in ministry today what a correlation between how many start and how many finish it's interesting of just to see that correlation and the same thing was with the half marathon that you know uh, you know 40% of the people who started did not finish uh, another thing that i think is a great correlation is there's a lot of focus when it comes to running a marathon on your nutrition so for me uh, i bring these little gel packs with me and i have a certain strategy of when i take the gel pack and how much water i have to have and what i eat before the race and the in the week before the race i i I'm feeding carbs. You call it carb loading. You got to have enough carbs in your body stored up. And uh, this time I I, I was a little, uh, I I did a lot better with carb loading than I did the first two times. Kind of messed up the first race. Uh, I just took whatever gel packs they had along the race that I hadn't even tasted before. And I had too many gel packs and I was drinking the the Gatorade or whatever brand of, of energy drink they had. So I had too much sugar in my system, too much much. And, you know, I boink what they call boink out, I had too much. And I think uh, in our in our ministry lives, we have to make sure that we are feeding ourselves, that we don't just read God's word. We don't just pray to find out what our next message is. We don't just read the Bible to just find out what our, we've got to, we've got a carb load God's word in our lives, that it's got to be a part of like, we have to feed ourselves. And for me, having the proper nutrition leading up, it was four months of making sure that I was eating the best I could I couldn't just eat whatever I wanted I had to watch my consumption I had to watch there and that that's a, such a key for ministry and long-term again an understanding that a marathon is a long-term race not a sprint you know having enough energy you know when I, when I had my marathon I had to had to manage my energy and 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 that some of that is how I started some of that was again knowing that nutrition and that water and and and, and having a strategy for that you know getting the the proper rest when i was on my training plan having the proper amount of rest allows you to have a good race, it allows you to have good training, it allows you to have all that. So you have to have proper rest. You have to manage your energy both through your intake, so as we're praying and reading God's Word, and that rest is important. Rest is an important part of longevity in ministry, understanding Sabbath. It's it's right built into God's Word there that the Sabbath is our time that we take. I was on a new training plan this time, and it was based on heart rate, In So uh, one of the things I had heard is that professional athletes train about 80% of effort over time. When the game comes, they're ready to do that. And, And I thought maybe this wasn't going to work up until the day before I ran or the week before I ran, I was realizing like I never ran as much as I did on the first two running plans where it had me running 22 miles or you know, it was a mileage based plan. But this plan had me varying the length, the time, the speed, the intervals, and so it, it really helped me to be prepared. Understanding wherever you're at in ministry is preparing you for the next season, and it uh, the next season may be harder than the the season you're in than the training that you're obtaining but allowing yourself to realize that what you're doing is training yourself for longevity and so this plan tweaked my my mindset of where i would be the next thing that i really realized that was a big help was the mental game running a marathon is physical however it is a huge mental feat at the same time when I ran my first marathon I just kind of thought of it this way is that well 13.1 which is a half marathon is halfway of a full marathon and that is technically correct 13.1 is half of 26.2 but what I found is that the great runners don't think of it that way they have to play the mental game to say 13.1 isn't the halfway of a marathon. 20 miles, 21 miles, 22 miles is the halfway point of the marathon. And you say, well, the math doesn't work out. You gotta do the math, right? I hear you. But you have to play the mental game uh, when it comes to running a marathon. So what I did is I thought of that that way. I said, you know, I'm not Halfway until I hit 20 miles and so if you look at my last six miles Splits my best split which means the best segment of time where I had the fastest pace was the last Six miles which you know for me was not the case my last two marathons that was by far Slower pace, but because I played the mental game I was preparing for what they call hitting the wall the wall is is at 20 miles you just you you run out of depletion you you deplete your energy of your body you deplete your your mental your physical your stored up reserves and you don't make it and you hit that they, they call that hitting the wall well I prepared for the wall and when I came up to where I know I was about to hit the wall that that I had to prepare myself mentally so I did a lot of self-talk right out there on the road as I'm running by, and there's, you know, again, there's 1,600 racers right there with me, not quite, you know, right there with me, but I'm surrounded by, you know, tens and uh, 20, 30, 40, 50 people at any time, and I'm just out loud talking to myself, and it's funny, as I was going up a hill, a guy said, hey, can you talk to me too? Sometimes we need someone who can encourage us, and so I encouraged him. But there was a lot of self-talk that just really related to my mental game of like, I had to play the game of, of hey, I can make this. I can make it through this season. I can make it through. And then we all go through, obviously, 2020, 2021 have been a hitting the wall for a lot of people in ministry. What does your self-talk look like? What does your mental game look like? As I just Looked at my life, I had to realize, like, hey, I have to be prepared uh, to hit that wall. I have to be prepared to have my energy depleted, but I have to be prepared to win that mental game. What does your self-talk look like? What are your daily affirmations of God's word of your calling that's on your life? What do those look like? What I realized is my experience in my first two of hitting the wall of of running out of 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 you know, not hitting what I wanted to hit, that taught me for this next time. And it the mistakes that I made in the first two races. The first race, I made so many mistakes. I started off too fast. I like I already mentioned I took the wrong energy and I didn't stay with my pace group and I didn't have the right equipment, which we're gonna get here to in a minute. There, there was a lot of things that I did the wrong way that I learned. Also, uh, as I mentioned, I I encouraged others that were around me, but I had times where, where people just came up alongside me and encouraged me on this race. We all need someone to do ministry with. We all need someone to run this race with. I encourage you to find someone to run your race with because they can encourage you in those times where you feel like, man, am I making it? Am I making it? every part of the race i had someone running there with me who was encouraging going back to understanding your training and being ready for that is is understand what your race is run your race this is one thing they say in a marathon run your race don't try to run someone else's pace don't try to uh, run a pace that's not sustainable and uh, you know, at the beginning of the race, they have everybody get into corrals based on your, your your estimated finish times. And what I realized is, most people have no idea they're in the wrong corral. That's one of the things that kind of frustrates me, especially with shorter races where it's a 5K, 10K, half marathon. There's so many people who are like walkers who will get up in the top corrals, and you're like, you're in my way. And obviously, in ministry, we can't look at anyone else as being in our way. We have to have the right attitude and always have to correct mine. Wrong attitude out on the race, and so you have to get in the right crowd. Understanding what pace of life that you can run at. Not everyone can run at the same pace. Don't compare your pace, your race, to someone else's. Because if you do that, and you're 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 comparing to how God has called someone else to run, you are going to uh, wind up on the sidelines, not finishing the race. To understand, this marathon had ninety-three percent. Relative humidity, so it was a humid day. It was a little bit hotter than I wanted it to be It had a lot more hills than I was told that this race would have you have to make adjustments based on that So as I started off the race, I realized like I'm hot. I'm very hot. I'm having a hard time cooling off So my strategy became this at every water stop dump two cups of water on my head and drink two cups And so I had to have a strategy to adjust to the circumstances, to the season. Again, going back to like ministry, we have to understand what season we're in, what are the conditions that we're facing, and and adjust our strategy based on that. And so I had to stay cool. And by the end of the race, I had stayed cooled off. It had only gotten hotter, but I understood where I was and what I needed to do to stay cool enough, core temperature, head, everything, to hit what I needed to hit. And obviously I wanted to hit the goals that I had. I understood what those goals were. I kept those goals in mind. Same thing we can do in ministry. We keep our goals in mind. We keep our goals at the forefront of our of our, of our our eyes. They have to be before us. What are you aiming at? What has God called you to? Remind yourself of that. Also, I I finally found the right shoes for what I needed to run and I had tried a couple different things, but I found the, the, the correct shoes that fit my feet right, that fit my toes right, that fit just the way that I run right. I had to get equipped. You need to make sure that if you're going to make it in ministry, you have to be equipped. While we are, as the pastors, as the five-fold ministry leaders are called to equip the saints, we must make sure that we are equipped to be the equippers. Understanding the skill set that you're going to need, understanding the prayer life that you're going to need, understanding the devotion life you're going to need. Again, I know I keep hitting on that. It's so important for our development. Understanding the mentors, the the fathers in the faith that we need to have, if if that's what you want to call it. Uh, Making sure that we understand strategy that God has called us to, the ways that God has called us to. Being equipped is important. Uh, Another thing that I realized during my race is that I had trained different muscles, that I understand that it's not just about the legs and the feet to run the marathon. I had to have healthy core. I had to have healthy glutes and just that core strength helped me as I'm running up hills, as I'm running down hills, as I'm just enduring. I would encourage everyone in ministry to work some different muscles. Work some different muscles. Don't just, you know, one of the things I do in Bible reading is I change it up. I change it up in my prayer life. I I, I try not to do the same thing and even while I'm training it's like I run different routes. I run different ways. I run different paths. I run different varying intensities because what that does is it helps challenge the muscles because if you do the same thing over and over and over again the the law of diminishing returns means I don't get as much from that anymore Vary it up. Change the way you read. Change how much you read. Change the direction you're reading. Change change a lot of things. Maybe you're just reading one verse and over and over and over in different translations and you're di- diving deep into it. And this past year, I just read through Genesis over and over and over and over again. Dived in the Gospels and now I'm going back to reading the Bible in a year and I'm using a certain plan. Vary it up so that it, 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 cha- it challenges you. It uses other mental, spiritual, emotional muscles as you're developing those to have that resilience to make it the grit the mental toughness to make it in ministry and what I last realized is is this is that if I'm going to get uh, too much faster if I'm going to improve on my time and my marathon if I want to get uh, any better, I was going to have to get a coach. At this point, what I realize is like I can improve a, a little bit more marginally. Uh, you know some of the conditions and some of the training will, will help me. But if I want to get really good, if I want to qualify for Boston, that's kind of like the big goal there, which interesting enough, there were 170 men in my age group and one man qualified for Boston. What I realize is I'm going to have to get some coaching. I'm going to have to get some outside perspective to help me see what I can't see. I'm going to have to get more regimented. I'm going to have to make a commitment to go further. And in ministry, you might need a ministry mentor. You might need a coach. You might need a father in the faith who can help you to go further, faster, and run the race that God has called you to run. As we start this 2022 season, I pray that you find that person. I pray that ministry will be a marathon for you and not just a sprint, that you run your race, that you understand what God has called you to. You would be equipped to equip the people that God has called you to lead. Thanks for listening to the Equip Pastors podcast. We pray that today you receive the tools you need to equip the people God has called you to lead. If you've enjoyed the podcast, make sure to subscribe, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Equip Pastors.